Hello, and welcome to Movie Podcast Evangelion. I'm Dr. Movies. And I'm Rachel. And we're here to talk about the movie Sucker Punch. You'll have seen it appear. You'll have seen it appear. On your pod screen, you'll be like, Sucker Punch, a movie from 2011? And yes, because it's a wild one, but also we'd like to talk about Zack Snyder. Yeah, this is a, a good excuse for us to talk about Zack Snyder. Um, unintentionally, we've watched a lot of Zack Snyder movies together. We um, found ourselves watching a lot of Zack Snyder films. Yeah, it w- definitely wasn't on purpose. I think we saw, did we see the original Justice League together? So, no. So we started with the Snyder Cut. Yeah. When it came out on HBO Max. And then immediately watched Army of the Dead. And then not too long ago, watched the movie 300. And so we're closing it out with Sucker Punch. Yeah. I and think the, the other movies, a combination of us have seen recently enough that we don't want to rewatch them. No, we can't. That, that's enough. It's enough. It's enough, it's enough of Snyder, Snyder for now. But I think, I think we want to talk about Zack Snyder because his image has been sort of like rehabilitated of late with the Snyder mm. cut. Um so, I mean, somewhat. I mean, I think there's also like a, a tarnishing factor because of the fanboys. Yes, yes, that's true. But you know, like he hasn't been canceled like say Joss Whedon has. Yeah, a, he's a not man, been canceled. A, a geek guy who he was like sort of set up against. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's also like he's been canceled, and he was the person who came in to do like the reshoots of Justice League. Correct. And exactly. So Whedon kind of had this sort of aura of like an enlightened feminist, yeah, uh, sort of lib, Geek. woke guy, like sort of early on the woke exploitation train. Mm-hmm. Um, girl power, for girl sure. Girl power, all that stuff. And then sort of had a fall from grace when, you know, all of his former actors and crew members were like, this guy's an asshole. And weird to women it was pretty swift pretty um, swift after that i think i wish i could credit this tweet but i saw a tweet that was like you know joss whedon's horniness just happened to line up with like marketed empowerment trends and time, so it and was just like he as... was just really riding the dragon yeah. of just like his horniness was in direct correlation with like, just like the like culture's yeah exactly yeah. the culture's you know sort of interest and zack snyder's wasn't Mm-mm. But I think Zack Snyder has been, I mean, maligned unfairly in some ways. I mean, in some ways, yes, in some ways, no. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that, like, coming into this, I mean, so we'll back up to the Snyder Cut. Um, right. I am actually a really big fan of his. 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. This is the the one that everyone cites. Actually, actually the good he makes a good movie. It's just it like is. it's it's that. And then for Michael Bay, it's The Rock. And that maybe in true. this the, case, the it's true. Is I mean, the Rock is an great, incredible so film. I don't think that's actually a, a case against this. Um, but I mean, I but I, I actually don't really see. There's not a lot of modern Snyder in that movie. Like it's, it's so early for him that I don't think he's really come into himself. And it's pretty low budget. I think it's the remake. It's a remake of another extremely low budget. Yes. And it's pretty low budget. Um, you know, by the time we get to sucker punch, which is 2011, it's, he's almost like overdeveloped his taste. So he has Dawn of the dead and that's kind of a, a breakout. Notably sort of a cover, a remake film. Yeah. A cover. And then he does the adaptation of 300. Oh, is it, does Watchmen come before that? No, no, Watchmen's after. Okay. Um, and 300 is what really like sort of breaks him into the mainstream mm, filmmaking. Yeah. Which, and we watched that recently. Big box office blockbuster yeah. region. Yeah. We watched it recently. Uh, it, you know, it's a sort of, <laughs> it's a reactionary film in the sense of like a lot of things. It's uh, it's a it's a lot of it's almost like I mean It begins his interest with sexual assault, which he loves to depict yeah, in all of his just, films. That's a motif for him. He just loves to have it in there. It's, like, uh, oh it's the God, beginning that... of his sort of fetishization of the male body. Oh yeah, I mean it's just like it just it's worshipful. Yes, of the male which form. he is far more interested in than the female body. Although he is interested in the female he body. He is, but you know when we're comparing it to Sucker Punch, there's he like never shows 
their bods. You really. almost don't even see a belly button. You don't. Even, you like, see a I couple. Mean, like, you see like they're in like skimpy, weird outfits, but it's not in the kind of. I mean, like cartoon wolf salivatingness right, that right, 300 right. has. Or that like Michael form. Bay would have in his oh, films. You I mean, know, like, like yeah. with Megan Fox, the way she leans over the car or dances yeah. under a waterfall. I- iconic, stuff. Icon- yeah. iconic trash. Stuff we love. Uh, sleaze. But, you know, Zack Snyder's not really sleazy. He's not really sleazy. He's There's like a wholesomeness to him. Almost. Yeah. Like he's he's goofy. He's like, er, well, he's very self-serious. He's earnest. He, he's very earnest. He's sort of like, you know, if you were to put him against Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon's like the irony guy. Yeah. And, you know, like the like too smart for this guy, but also loves musical theater, <laughs> but like knowing winking musical theater, whereas Zack Snyder's like, I like the Phantom of the Opera. And <laughs> non-ironically, no, right. and yes. I also listen to Alice in Chains and the Deftones mm-hmm. and like, uh, and other alt-rock acts. Yeah. And I think they're totally cool. I don't listen to them ironically at no. all. It's, I love it's them. It's legit. Yeah. And I think that that's actually interesting when we're talking about the kind of rise of Snyder and the fall of Whedon. At the same time that we're seeing a kind of like fall in irony and like we're starting to move towards a sincerity culture. I I would like to think so. I think like among certain people like you and me are like over irony. Yeah. Right? But I That's mean, I don't know. I love Zack Snyder People now. were over irony. Certain general, like the like David Foster Wallace talks about being over irony in the 90s, well, you know? Like, so like an ebb and flow sort of thing. Yeah, I think it is an ebb and flow sort of thing. Um, But the last 10 years have certainly been like soaked in irony. Soaked in irony. And now, I mean, I, I honestly, like I feel much warmer towards this film than it perhaps merits or like in comparison to other, like I, I don't think, I don't think it's like a good movie, but I, there is. I would actually say it's one of his worst for that exact reason, because he, it's his most ironic movie. I suppose, but there's like, there's earnestness. There's, 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 it's also earnest, but it's it's also very ironic because it's, it's just like, it's very aware that someone's looking at it and being like, you're objectifying these girls. Yeah. And and he's like, I know, but I know, but you know, they're empowered. Yeah. Which is fine. So it's it's fine because <laughs> But it's they just feel not like, as profound as he thinks it is. No, which is, you know, it, 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 it's really not. No, and he's, I don't think, I think that he thinks that this has a clear message. And I suppose it yeah. does, but I wonder, it's like, did this have to be told? And because the, the no. story is, doing abuse is bad. <laughs> this movie is like, you know, those Twitter tweets that you see that are just like, never let a toxic man like bring you down yeah, if you're a it. Pisces like that's that's <laughs> yeah, this movie absolutely and, <laughs> like, oh, um, and it has okay. like 300,000 likes and people are like wow deep queen profound it's like that, completely. that's this yeah. the message of this movie is like the, the like the level of like an inspirational Twitter post yeah it's it's really fascinating to watch I think that um I think we should just get get right get right into it and kind of go over the events of this movie which I mean, it's a pretty straightforward story once you well, once you acknowledge the, the central deceit or conceit of right. it. That's the word. Not it's kind of like Shutter Island. Yeah. It's, That's spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert this, for this, either this or Shutter Island. It's, they're kind of like each other. Shutter Island. They're like the same movie, but Scorsese's movie what, uh, that I don't like is like very leagues better <laughs> it's leagues better this movie is just like maybe because it has you know no pop music yeah like the, this is the dumb cosplay uh, like bad american anime version of absolutely yeah shutter island. Of Charlotte island yeah completely so it came out in 2011 let's get into it mm-hmm. we open on <laughs> like right away right away open, they start right playing away. Uh, sweet dreams are made of these. You know, it's a cover. Sure. it's all covers. It's like pretty much any song you'll hear in this movie, and the soundtrack, as in all Zack Snyder films, is completely overpowering. It's completely overpowering. It is also just like a bizarre selection. It's like so. This is like female-fronted covers of kind of trippy psychedelic movie. rock songs that are like, but also like run through a new metal filter. Yeah, it's it's kind of icky, but it starts with a music video. So basically, you yeah, it starts with a music song. video. You listen to the entire song which is Sweet Dreams by some crappy cover group. 
music's just blasting. You know, I'll, I'll give him credit for this opening sequence. Like, he really... I, I think that he flounders towards the end of the movie when it comes to, like, Big his time. visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. But I think he does a great job showing and not telling in this opening sequence. True. Like, there's no narration. Absolutely, there's no like, dialogue. You, you just put together from what you're seeing. It's like, okay, her parents have died. This guy is an abuser. Okay, every man right. in this movie is every an abuser. Every man in this movie is an abuser. Uh, this uh, orphaned girl. Well, there's two There's, there's two girls, and yeah. they've received their father's... Will inheritance and their like uncle or someone is like oh (laughs) he's like he swipes how dare it happen and he swipes everything off his desk and he's like I'm gonna do some sexual assault to these girls and it's very Zach loves to leave it kind of unclear yeah where it's like as you're you're like oh is is he gonna go there and I spoiler for later on in the movie he doesn't go there until he he does and then it's like oh okay he loves this whole time another motif of Zack Snyder is he loves to do sexual assault in his movies yeah may have already said that but uh but it bears repeating because it it, bears repeating because he certainly repeats it yeah 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 uh so we go through this sequence where we're in like a spooky mansion yeah we're in a haunted mansion chasing his daughters around to the sweet dreams and she gets a gun and she's like, I'm not going to let myself be abused. Well, and she's like, I'm going to, you, you can't hurt my sister. Yeah, you can't hurt my sister. And she shoots at him. Uh, but then, she, fuck, she hits her sister. But only but somehow her. because it shows the bullet like going through the light bulb and then like hitting the pipe and releasing steam. And then the sister's like in another different There's part of the room. There's a lot of insert shots. Yeah, Zach isn't good at orienting us in the space. Not at all. Not at um, all. Everyone's eyeline is weird. Everyone. You can't tell who's looking at who, where they're looking. Yeah. It's hard to tell, you know, people's, the spatial relationship between people in a scene. And of course, like as in all Zack Snyder movies, as you said, everything looks like it's been filtered through a potato. They just ran it through a potato. Like, it's, just, <laughs> like, it's so grainy. It's crunchy. It's crunchy film. And he uses slow-mo right away. It's like, I, I will say that opening this up, you're like, oh, I, I know I know this guy. This is Zack Snyder. I know what this is going to be like. Right. It's kind of comforting. It is kind of comforting. Yeah, I mean, he has a style. He has a style. And I got I got to give him full snaps for that because as as repugnant as sometimes I think his style is, it's a choice. It's interesting to watch even if it's not good. Right. And I I'm I'm I just I got to give him credit, you know, for being a real artist. He's a real artist, folks. He has an aesthetic. He's an auteur. Yeah, you're not going to hear Zack Snyder hate in this pod. Like, well, we're gonna, it's going to be Zack Snyder criticism. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't like, like what he is, but he is something. You know, he is, <laughs> he is a recognizable... At least he's something. ...aesthetic force. Okay. So um, our, our lead lady, whose name is Baby Doll, by the way, I'm not even cool. going to start to address that one. Um, she's holding her sister, and it somehow this leads to her being put in an asylum uh-oh uh yeah she's in an I asylum i kind of honestly i don't know what like really connected those two things but that does happen she's in an asylum and they're like she's in the slut asylum like it's the it's evil it's, insane asylum for nubile teens like really, as soon as she just, gets it's just there. like a torture insane like it's just straight yeah. up there's no ambiguity about it whatsoever it's just like all these kind of scantily clad nubile young women yeah. and like everyone's filthy and there's like screams of pain but all in full makeup but and all the makeup in full makeup terrible. yeah they've got false eyelashes on they've got everything yeah and it's too much they've got so much blush. Yeah, everything's deviant arted out. The deviant textures art. of everything. It <laughs> He's looks the deviant like the, art director. Like the 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 makeup looks like it seems like he designed it himself because like after drag. After drag. You know? Yeah, like, it's I mean, just like I like how drag queens do their makeup. Let's tone that down. Well, but still do it. But still like do that. it a lot. It's like we're not going to do the eyebrows so much, but the rest. Right, everything else. People's these are eyes women are going to look like they are to, sunken yeah. pits in their head because right. of how much eyeliner there is. Right. And you're like, great, cool, Zach. Let's go. So, we're at the Evil Insane Asylum for Nubile <laughs> Teens. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, we are treated to Oscar Isaac. <laughs> An absolute treat. Neither of us knew that he was in this. No idea. And he's in quite a bit of this film. He's in a lot. Pre-fame Oscar Isaac just like tearing it up, it. tearing just it up. The, easily by leagues, leaps and bounds, best actor in the film. Yeah, it's not even close. Uh, and he he gives it his all. Yeah, he is so hammy. He will do anything with his face. Exactly. He's so, so he's funny. like 
he's an orderly at the insane asylum for nubile teens and he mm-hmm. says uh let's just lobotomize this yeah girl. just right away he's like no problem i'll get a lo- get her a lobotomy you don't even have to worry about it right um and so she's in the lobotomy chair who's lobotomizing her uh, John Hamm is <laughs> lobotomizing her. John Hamm, the lobotomist, who I think at this point was doing uh, Mad Men, but probably pretty early into it. But it was it was really. But I mean, he's all, he's like barely in the movie, and he's yeah. like a relatively big name. Maybe just now though, but he's he's the lo- the, the lobotomist. Yeah, he's barely in it, but he's here. And so she's in her little pigtails now and yeah. her drag makeup and. Uh, then the scene quickly shifts uh-huh. right as the nail is about to go through her eye. Yeah. And we go to the big twist. The big twist, which is? Which is that now we're in a brothel. Well, we're in like a, a brothel, but. A slutty Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> finishing school theater brothel. There's a lot of elements to this brothel. And I got to say, I don't think sex is one of them. Everyone's talking about the, how the fact that they're a virgin. Yeah. yeah this That's is a like, brothel. Basically, this is like a sex slave market. Mm-hmm. where the slaves are like bought by rich people mm-hmm. the high roller the high rollers and but they're virgins and then they dance to be chosen to be sex owned slaves i guess but like they also just get to stay there yeah but like they have to get prepared like by a madam yeah who's just like carla Gugino. yeah carla Gugino. who Gugino. is doing some accent uh, yeah who's doing an accent we don't know what it is and they're like in their like little ballet lesson to like learn to dance for these men yeah here's the thing we never see them dance we never see even though it's very integral to the entire plot no he he denies a woman dance sexually which is kind of woke no (laughs) i won't go that far i just think i just don't think he would have known how to do it i think think he would have cared i think there were definitely parts of this film where he was like it, it this doesn't matter. I want to get to the things that I want to get to, which are the anime right. fight sequences. So, and this is where the like next twist comes in. Yes. So they're at the dance school. So they're in level two. Yeah, you know? they're in like level two of the twist empire. And they're at the brothel dance school, Chuck E. Cheese. And the dancing is happening, and then she's like, "Oh, baby doll, you're the new girl. Why don't you dance for get us? up here and dance?" And she's like, "I can't, I can't do it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, in, I'm insecure." And they're like, you better fucking do it or you're going to fucking die. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And Carla Gugino's like, you have you have all the weapons you need, so fight. In your mind. In your mind. <laughs> Whatever you believe will be true. And so we like zoom in on her eye and zoom through it. Yeah, and a snowflake falls. And then all of a sudden she's in like a samurai temple. Yeah. And also it's massive. Yeah. It's a-, I, the, a, key, a key part in this movie is Zack Snyder emphasizing how small and delicate Emily Browning is. Oh, that, yeah. And honestly, I think he does a good job with that because I don't know how tall she is. She's probably like 5'3 five, or 5'5 five, five or something. She's probably a normal but, height, yeah. <laughs> all the actors she's around are like huge, all the male ones Yeah, do. they're all massive. So she just like looks like a tiny girl and he like very much wants us to be like, ooh, she's so tiny. Oh, she's so tiny and, and helpless. But and then, stuff. you know, she gets into the samurai world the anime but these are these aren't just this isn't just like a normal samurai world there's a guy in in the temple can you tell us about this guy uh do you remember the the name of the actor he's in daredevil um Um, we just looked it up kind of looks like david carradine he's kind of like who you get if you can't if you can but he's been in a lot of movies i'll tell you he's kind of like a sensei in the temple he's like you have to believe in yourself and fight like like all the dialogue spoken in this movie is just a platitude uh the great scott glenn Scott Glenn, yeah. Great Scott Glenn. Yeah, so he's like sharpening a samurai sword. He's like, here's your samurai sword. And he's giving her, he's like, you gotta go out there and and fight those those guys. Yeah, and she's like, what? And then all of a sudden, oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, There are three gigantic samurai monsters. Yeah, they're like, they're kind of like metal or like stone. Yeah. Or something. And they're huge. They're huge. And, and they've it's, got it's like red a boss flaming fight, eyes. Essentially. Like, and it's, they it's all a video have, game boss fight. They all have specialty weapons. <laughs> yeah. The first one has a uh, sword and she just gets a, her just, ass kicked Just like kicked a huge him. sword. Yeah. Like, and it opens with like this first samurai guy kicking her so hard that she flies through multiple walls and then like like cracks stone as she falls. Absolutely. Like so cool. Like we are like Zack Snyder establishes right away that these girls are going to take some hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to actually be injured ever at all, but, you know, he's no, not... No, they he's, never... They do die. They, they do die, but yeah. They don't... 
get injured. You know, because so. if you die in the real world, you die in the dream. Is kind of the yes. level they're working yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, doing exactly. the opposite kind of, thing. So yeah, that's the other thing is it's kind of like Inception. So she like, how it works is, she goes into the samurai thing and she beats the samurai with like her newfound so she beats the samurai with a sword she beats the samurai that has a machine gun and a samurai that also has another samurai sword and she gets anime powers and lights into flames and kills him and so she's done it she's beaten the three guys and and we talk about how you like even though it sort of has like the plotting and sort of like set pieces of anime it never feels like anime no it never fully leans in yeah it feels very like american and like it's just it's a video game is what it is and the soundtrack is like very like one pound yes i know it's always like so on the nose as well it's really great yeah it's really loud annoying covers of sort of like new metal songs so she kills the samurai she comes back out of her you know dance sequence right and everyone's like, oh, fuck. Her yeah. dance was so amazing. Yeah, like they're, they're trembling. They're, they're hashtag shook mm-hmm. by the quality of her dancing, which we don't see at all. We kind of see her like move her shoulders, and that's like that's all we ever it's get. The most dancing we ever see is that she moves her shoulders slightly. Slightly. Not even particularly rhythmically. Absolutely. Um, they're like, you're amazing. You're amazing. You this, are the best the, dancing you're ever so seen. gifted. We're all hypnotized yeah. by it. Uh, you're so good, in fact, that we are going to uh, set you up to dance. Yeah, you're going to get more gigs, honey. Something exactly. like that. I don't know. Oscar Isaac is is absolutely taken with her. He's taken with her. He, he watches her and he's like, oh. Incredible. Oh. Yeah. Um, so uh, we do, it's like a little bit happens. Like we, we meet some of the other horror people. Yeah. They're, yeah. So it's we Vanessa meet Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, Jenna Malone and two other chicks. Yeah. Um, and you know, I will say, you know, I, it was 2011. So I think people's eyes weren't really on it as much, but there's, there are two black people in this film and none of them are anything approaching a central character. There are no, there are no, yeah, there are no like hot. There are no hot there's black no women. Hot, there, yeah, there's just an Asian woman and like four other white women. And four completely ex- interchangeable white women. Yeah. Which is, I mean, whatever. I guess, Zach. Uh, you're, I guess Vanessa Hudgens is Latina. Is she? Latinx. I think she is. Oh, I'm gonna, I mean, I need to look that up because that would be news <laughs> to me. We're going to look up her heritage. Oh, fuck. I hope she I'll be is. quick. I'll be... <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to tell you that... Okay, her full name is Vanessa Ann Hudgens. So Ooh, I don't think that's... Good that's not good for you. Um, She's just kind of like a olive yeah, white person. Yeah, okay. she's just... So we got an <laughs> olive white person, an Asian, and then three other white girls. Um, So here we go. We're on our feminist empowerment journey. Mm-hmm. She's beaten the samurai. It's time for her to do another dance and go into another video game sequence. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I believe at this stage they had she had started they had hatched a plan, right? Oh, <laughs> that's I right. hatched a plan that they never really tell us. Yeah, they're like they're like okay, so like now that you know I can dance, right? So what we sh- we should need to escape from this fucking whorehouse. Um, and how we're going to do that is we we're going to get four, four items. We're going to have four side quests yep. to do to get out of here. And we're going to need like a key and we're going to need a blend. We're going to need a blend. I don't <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what, the, again, MacGuffins, like there, it doesn't they have matter to get what these stuff. things are, but basically you, they have to get four things. They have to gather the tokens. And they're like, how are we going to do it? And she's like, well, I'll distract them with my dancing. And one of the, the girls is like, um, okay, well, it's going to be, like, all, like, as soon as they, like, snap out, like, they're not going to just pay attention to you. Like, we're the ones who are going to be trying to steal stuff, and we're going to be at risk. And she responds, oh, if I'm dancing, there's, like, it's impossible. Yeah. He won't even know that you exist. Immediately super confident in her, like, powers, which is to, like, make a video game monster come and sort of, like, be a metaphor for what's happening. Yeah, but she's, like, really good at ground. dancing, but we never see it. So um, they hatch this plan to get the items <laughs> And the first item is Oscar Isaac's map, his precious personal map. So, and in the in the brothel world, Oscar Isaac is he's like the the pimp. He's like the yeah. He's the he's, pimp. he's the owner of the right. the club. He's not just a asylum orderly. He's no, a, he's always wearing rad suits. He's got like sparkle ones. He's got shiny ones. He looks yeah. great. He's got like a, a pencil mustache. He's like I'm gonna bring in the mayor. The, yeah, he's like to, the mayor, the high rolling mayor. Dance 
you better dance you, you gotta for him. dance for him so she starts to dance and then we go into another video game sequence mm-hmm. which is nazi zombies <laughs> <laughs> okay and uh, this one has so we get all actually all the girls in this one and this one is more interesting to watch than the samurai one yes but it's because there's it's it's also impossible to understand what's why why and what is happening right there's this part at the end so i mean it, it, zach gets this guy who's got like these gross prosthetics on his face he looks cool yeah, but he's it's like, like the gross. nazi zombie commander the, the commander and then like, they're ah, like they're you know, you know shoots they're shooting guns there's yeah they're oh, we should say things. that all the women now all the other whores of yeah. the whorehouse are they're, taking they're part badasses. now in the video game first person shooter scene like the last yeah. one was like a god of war yeah. style video game now this is a first person shooter and all the girls are like ah we're in halo or you know yeah. call of duty brr, 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 kill that's, all the that's exactly what they're doing the zombies yeah kill and, them and anytime all. they shoot a zombie there's a steam squib that happens which we actually which we liked because yeah. there's no cgi blood we hate cgi blood it was like, just a fun steam squib dead and yeah so in the, at the end of the sequence there's like a Zach has a real problem with a couple of things. One of them is making it clear what space you're in. Yes. And the other part is making it clear the relationship between people. There is a part at the end of the scene where there's like a guy running. Like both of us are like, who is this guy? She's just desperately, like a guy. He's like not a zombie. He's not a zombie. Unlike everybody else. And he's, she's desperately chasing this guy. And then like, it turns out like the, the guy has like a map, like he he has the map because like the map is also present here in the the third level of, of, of the dream world. Yeah, so it's kind of like Inception too. It's kind because it's, like, it's like you but go it's like, into it's really just like her sequence. dissociating yeah. and imaginings and like it's all involved. It's all there somehow. Yeah, and so I guess that guy we're like that guy has to be Oscar Isaac, I guess. But but no, it's a it's just a guy, some guy who it's had like guy. the map in real life, I guess, or like no, it was on no, his wall because it, it was on his wall and because that's how he figures out their their trick. Because <laughs> he, he so, yeah, they get the map. <laughs> yeah, you get the map, and he is like he like walks back into his office, and he. Is, it, is he like feel like there's like he's just like oh like, something's amiss something is, amiss, is it he, something amiss with my map <laughs> my precious map and he goes and he, he takes out the push pin and he sees like there's like slightly two holes there they're like almost touching yeah. it's like aha yeah. someone has I taken my map this down map up once and i remember that very <laughs> I remember clearly that one time and it was not uh, like this you know, and so he comes into their room and he's yeah. like what the fuck you, you've been fucking with my shit yeah uh oh and we should say that the when she comes out of her dance we see oscar with tears in his eyes yeah his tears are just like so streaming much. down it's, it's amazing he's so moved by her sexiness uh and, and he just threat he sexually threatens all the women he's yeah like, Don't he does be fucking with my shit and I he's know like you're trying to take my map and he's like and like you know i i if you need a stronger reminder of like your place in this or like whatever it is, he's like, I'd be happy to show you. And yeah. He's like, don't be gross. Uh, stop. Yeah, he's like essentially just being like, I, I oh, and then he's just like, I oh, own the you. The thing that sucks about being a brothel owner is you can't taste like the. I the, know. Your it's wares. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you can. Like, yeah, pimps do that all the time. I mean, but, yeah, like, you okay. can. Like, that's uh, not the problem. Yeah, I was like, here. I don't understand. <laughs> What rule, know. personal rule you've set for yourself. <laughs> but I don't get it. Feels to me like if you wanted to have sex with these women, that you could. You could. You just could. Also, kind of seems like he does have sex with Carla Cuccino, but. Yeah, he sexually threatens her later. A I, lot of sexual threatening. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So then he's just like, uh, I, so we're we, going to sell you to the client, the nicest client. Yeah, we're going to s- sell you off somehow. Uh, so they bring in like a cigar guy. Yeah. And they're like, you know, dance for him bitch yeah. <laughs> okay so this is actually part of their plan as well okay no part no one ever says dance for him bitch but it's, <laughs> they it's that, that's the spirit of it yeah. but it's part of their plan they need to get um, one of the other items they have to get is something to start a fire with and this guy has a big old cigar that he's lighting up with this with this lighter this golden lighter oh, yeah, and so then they have to, they have to one of the other ladies is like perched on his lap and she's they like, never use these items by the way no, never. And she's like feeling around his jacket, and that's when Baby Doll begins to dance. Mm-hmm. And I think that this now is the one where it's Lord of the Rings. 
kind of. Yeah, so now we're in like Lord of the Rings land. But they still have the World War it's Two ba- planes. Bowser's castle it's ass. Bowser's <laughs> castle <laughs> ass. There's like lava flowing all around yeah, it. Like lava around it. It fucking sucks. It's like this whole movie is like those old posters where like there's like girl in a steel bikini by a dragon. Yeah. Only as we said, it's not sleazy. It's not sleazy. It, I, like I wish they were in bikinis, but instead they're just like kind of in like they're kind of in shirts like, that put their midriff. That's it. It's slightly like, visible. Okay, all right. And it's that, like okay, fine, whatever. Like I feel like it's it would not be a hard be- R. It's very PG thirteen. It's very PG thirteen. Um, I was mentioning this before we started recording. Allegedly, there is a, an, an R rated version out there, but cool. I don't think it's ever been seen. I would be so that. fascinated to see what's in that saw, because yeah. it can't be good. Uh, so they're in they're at, they're at Bowser's castle and, and they literally fight a dragon they, li- they slit a baby dragon's throat and then the mom <laughs> dragon comes out and then Zach lingers for the mom dragon to go like and like it like mourns its child for a second and then it starts like a big chase and it's like blowing, there's there's flames and there's flipping and there's guns and there's orcs for some yeah, reason there's orcs they kill all of them they kill the dragon they do all that and it's like yeah 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 we really he really tears it up and they do it and they get the they get the lighter uh, lighter great great but oscar isaac sees that they're up to no good yeah he's just suspicious there's no that's, that's he's just all. suspicious. He's just suspicious. He, his, it's his nature. And <laughs> I have written here. It's like the you said it was like the I think you should leave Scrooge sketch where he's just like, oh Scrooge, you gotta kill the bonies. Kill oh the crap! Bonies. Like it's just like making up stupid video game things. Yeah, for Zach kill. is he's he's really playing fast and loose with it. So this last adventure scene um, happens when they're they're going after another item. They're uh-huh. going after the knife. Um, yeah. And there is a man who Zack Snyder fucking hates who works in the kitchen. And Zack loves to emphasize that he's a big fat guy and how horrible that is. Zack is just, he's completely, <laughs> yeah, he's completely hooked. That's another motif of Zack Snyder. He's just like always like, ah, oh, fat people. It's really, it's, it's so just annoying. like, Jesus Christ, Zack. Will you <laughs> just like, calm down? always commenting on each other's bodies. It's pretty funny. It's, it's but really only intense. He's, he's not, he's not. No, he's not really doing that for women. He would never he's, fat shame a woman. He, no, he would only never. Only a man. Only a man. Because but, but, Zack Snyder himself is quite ripped. Zack Snyder, he, Zack Snyder is pro wrestling. Yeah, he rocks. He he rocks. So they're trying to get this this knife, and so they're doing another dance, but it's kind of like slapdash because um, Oscar Isaac has has cornered Vanessa Hudgens, and she has, unbeknownst to anyone else at this time, confessed to the plan that's going on. All right, do you remember this yeah. part of the movie? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> You're kind of looking maybe. like you don't remember it. No, but. I remember it because there's but like, to set that up, there's like this long scene where like. All four of them are talking. They're like, we can't do this anymore. And yeah. We got to like, stop. Uh, we can't. have to stop. Oscar Isaac's on to us. And yeah. it's just like, it, uh, like the actresses in this movie are terrible. They don't have a lot of lines. They don't have a lot of lines. God. And the lines are bad, but they are not elevating the material. They are bring. They are, they are p- potentially even worse than the material. Although that is hard. That's hard, but Vanessa Hudgens is particularly bad. There's like a, there's a one line reading where she later on is confessing to having told I was in life with sorry, I told them. You're like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, and the main girl baby doll, like she doesn't like all her life she talks like so unsupported. She doesn't support her. We had to crank the volume up to hear these bitches talking. So she's do- they're doing a dance for this fat, lecherous cook. Yeah, they can't. They're like, yeah, sit down and watch her fucking dance. And so Vanessa Hudgens is supposed to have the music. And I- I'm only saying this because it's relevant to kind mm-hmm. of what happens later. Um, and so they're like, just use the radio. Like, that's fine. So they like have like an extension cord and it's like Zach keeps showing us how close it is to like this little puddle yeah, and like okay like I get it I get wires. it it's like oh okay oh, we get shit. it and the, so she goes into her little dream world and this time they have to like stop a bomb on a train yeah from driving into the city from driving into the city because when it reaches the city it will detonate automatically right and this is where there's also like there's just like this is where they're fighting robots this is the bonies oh yeah trying to defeat all the bonies yeah, coming like, at so you so they get like airdropped onto a train and the guy's like, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, that, okay. So the 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 samurai temple guy, yeah, he's been in, in everything. all of these sequences as like the guy who tells them there's how their side. He's quest like works. like the the Navi like uh, from like from from Zelda. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's like and one more thing. And, and one don't more forget thing, press A to press attack. A. You're like okay, like, when the red spot blinks. And he's always got like a, a, a wise saying. Um, yeah. And so like they're they're trying to defeat the bonies and 
on right. and you know deactivate the bomb mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time in the real world the radio has somehow been stopped like it like it's shorted out it like hit the water and it right. shorted out and immediately the 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 horrible chef like snaps out of his stupor and like, Oi, what are you doing? What are you doing? And like she's He's like trying British, to steal <laughs> he could be. She's gonna try to steal a knife, and he takes his own knife. And in in Zack Snyder's closest way of trying to draw one to one between what's happening in the in the dream world and what's happening in the other dream world right. is that uh Jenna Malone gets stabbed and then In the dream. In in, in the second and dream. In, in the, the third dream, she gives the, another the other girl her jetpack to leave the train that's going to explode <laughs> oh yeah there was like a mecca in one of these before yeah there's a mecca yeah um, there's a there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff in this which they give to the asian girl yeah and she's also the one always like flying the plane it's like a hot topic mecca yeah she's like the it's got like a bunny on it it's, yeah <laughs> it's straight up a hot topic it's a mecca. hot topic mecca um so <laughs> yeah so like uh-oh it's going wrong in the dream and in mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And she gets stabbed by the cook. He's like, oh, I'm stabbing you. I see you were trying to steal my knife. And she's like, oh, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, she's like, I'm leaving with the bomb mm-hmm. into the city. And she dies with the bomb into the city. Because when you die in the dream, you die for real. Metaphorically. Metaphorically for real. And real. Uh, both at the same time. And everyone's like, oh, she's dead. And she has like a death scene. It's like yeah. Boromir, but like shitty. Cause it's they can't so act. shitty. And Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac comes in, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" He's been going he's on livid. Here? He's he flies off the handle, and they're like, "Um, I don't fucking know. Like, uh, sorry." And then he's just like, "Well, I guess you two have to learn your lesson." And he just murders two of the girls. Yeah, he just like just straight up just kills that, and it's like not clear even like why he kills the ones that he chooses yeah, to it's, kill. It's very weird. Like, it's like the he kills the ones he's least mad at. Like. He kills the ones he's least mad at. You're like, okay. He like yells at two of the girls and then kills two of the other ones. Like, so it's just uh, like, what? All right, whatever. Um, so at this stage, what's even left in the movie at this point? Uh, not much because we only have one more video game sequence, which is which is like actually not really a video game sequence. We, we're expecting another one, and then we don't. We sort of don't get it. Yeah. Because then Oscar Isaac has now killed two girls, mm-hmm. and they forgot to erase their side quests <laughs> from the board earlier. When oh, they were, I fucking <laughs> forgot. When that's, they were, that's when, how they get caught. <laughs> so they're, when they were planning how to defeat Oscar Isaac, they wrote their plan down on a blackboard. By the way, the plan is four words. The plan That's is four it. words, just like a list of things they need to acquire. And then Oscar Isaac like turns the blackboard around. He's just like, oh, like, I guess you forgot to erase your plan to defeat me. And they're like, oh, shit, Oh, shit, you're did. totally right. We couldn't remember those four words. We had to keep crossing them off yeah. the list. How was I supposed to remember them otherwise? It's like pretty hilarious. And the, and the funny thing is like they go to great pains to hide the items that they acquire, but yeah. apparently not their plan not to the acquire their plan. items. So it doesn't really make any sense. So at this point, there is like, okay, we have to make like a final attempt to escape. And Emily Browning, Big Doll, like, uh, gets kind of sexually assaulted by Oscar Isaac. Right, just Oscar like, Isaac's just like, I'm, it's just time a little for me bit. To it's time for me to sample the wares. Yeah. And she's like, nah, I'm not into that, and stabs him in the neck. She's fleeing. Um, mm-hmm. The other chick, uh, Sweet Pea, like they escape. <laughs> really Sweet Pea. Her name is like really Baby Sweet Girl Pea. and Sweet Pea. Baby Girl, Sweet Pea, Blondie, Amber, <laughs> Baby Rocket. Girl, Sweet Pea, Zombie, Amber. <laughs> it's, it's great. Zach really had fun with it. So like they are starting to they're escaping like the brothel, which is also just like in even in the dream, like just upstairs in some place. Well, okay, so that's the thing. They escape the brothel, right? They escape the brothel. They get outside, but they have to keep like keep going. And so Baby Doll sacrifices herself. Right. Baby Doll's like, I'll let myself be sacrificed. And then... Because I'm going to stand up here and dance. Or... She, yeah, she dances. As... Oh, no. She just like kicks the guy in the balls. Right. She kicks the guy in the balls, and her friend escapes out the gate, and she's like basically sacrificed herself. And then, oh, yeah. bam, she's lobotomized. By because John Because you Ham. forgot that this whole time... This was a dream that she was having in the asylum. In in the in the split second before she's lobotomized. Right. And John Hamm is like, Oh, did you see how she looked? Did you at see me? how she looked at me before she died? And Zach doesn't and show Zach us. Zach doesn't face. show us how she looked at him at all. At all. At all. At all. And like, it turns out, like, you know, some of that stuff actually was happening in the real, real world. Like, right. she did in fact stab so three Oscar Isaac in the neck. Mm-hmm. She did in fact help Sweet Pea escape. Right. That's all true. And for some reason, they like 
Oh, so Carla Gugino comes in and she's like, she's like kind of like shocked to see. She's like, I wouldn't have never recommended this. And John Hand's like, well, isn't this your signature on the form? And she's like, she's like, she's like oh. oh my God. Oh, and she's like putting it all together. And like she, at the same time, like baby, baby doll has been handed off to Oscar Isaac. And Oscar Isaac's going to rape her again. I, he's like, put her in the chair. And like the other orderlies are like, I don't want to hurt these girls no more. I don't want to rape this girl. <laughs> and like, uh-huh. And, and then he's just like, oh, her eyes are dead because of the lobotomy. He's like, he's like it's, it's, it's fine. Right. It's not, it's all right. She's not even there. Right. And it's, 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 yeah. And then, so they actually do end up showing us her face. And it's just like, she looks. She just looks like has a normal face. She's like a normal face. <laughs> yeah, just it's like, like not interesting at all. It's, uh, yeah. And then at, to really cap off the movie, we go and we follow Sweet Pea to the, the bus station in, in, in the real world. And <laughs> like the real world always looks like shit. Which just looks like ass. Snyder. It just like, like looks terrible. Everything looks like shit when he does it. But yeah. Like, the real world especially. The real world especially because like he tries to make the real world look like it's still in a video game. Like he's not just satisfied <sighs> to like let the colors that actually exist in nature no. be on film. No, no. And it it's everything like just, a deviant art gradient. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I mean, it's a choice. It's, it's a, a choice. It's a really bold choice. No and choice. so she's like trying to, trying to get away on the, and she gets stopped by like these, by the policemen. But wouldn't you know who the bus driver is? It's the old sensei. It's the old sensei. <laughs> and he like, he like Navi. gives her like an, an alibi. He's like, oh, she's been on this bus since Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and like the cops are like, did, hey, we're looking for people who escaped from the asylum. And the guy's like, he's on the bus since Cleveland. And she's been really nice too. And the cops are like, oh, okay. Okay, dude. whatever. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> fucking ask, but all right, ask, whatever, man. Thanks. Uh, which is and like stupid. She goes. Like, as well build suspense. And she gets on the bus and then there's been a monologue a couple times in the movie before and then it just starts again it's like and she's like and who hurts us yeah voice and who oh i have i read yeah it's like all these platitudes it's like uh one of them is who is it that chooses our steps in the dance who is it that that brings us the tears we cry hello who is it that you know blah 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 like basically it's like who's holding us down Uh, zach did you do you have an actual answer we, it's unclear. The patriarchy, the maybe? The patriarchy? Question mark. Is it uh, yourself? Yeah, uh, me, the director? And me? then they're just like, it's like the answer is inside of you. Fight. You have all the you weapons you need. You have all the weapons in. you need. And then the movie just ends. And it's like, directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> and then we discovered something truly magical during the credits. Oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac uh, shot a music video. Apparently. Uh, a promotional music video for Sucker Punch didn't make the final cut of the movie or we they don't really know don't why don't really know what happened i mean i could probably look it's it up clearly unfinished like only half they, they have they, they have like b-roll in there in yeah, yeah a lot of because they're just trying to fill some space but they like they've peppered it into the into the credits and we looked it up after um because i obviously needed to see whatever that was but we'll post it on our twitter follow us on twitter at follow us on twitter um and Oscar Isaac is just—he's singing. He's ha- he's hamming it up. He's, he's having a great time. Dancing. He does uh, you know fun dance moves. He does like the splits at one point. He rocks. He rocks. He's having such a good time. It's like you know in the dance scene in Ex Machina when you're just like he's just having such a good time. He commits. He commits. Uh, he's the only real actor in this film. I mean, John Hamm is like. John, but John Hamm does. He has like three lines. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, he's incredible. He's the best part of the movie. He knows what movie he's in. He's a star before he's a star. He knows yeah. what movie he's in. Yeah, he's a total creep. And, but yeah, and, and I'm sure he knows it's a piece of shit, and he still commits 100. percent Yeah, so, so like when we know, like you know, Oscar Isaac clearly he was committed. He did what he had to do. He knew what he was in, and but we kept asking ourselves, what are these like? What are these? What do these women think of this movie? Yeah, that that's making? right. Because like, this they're movie, all hot women. This movie is horny but only in like the in like like i said like a black light poster way lame it's lame yeah it's not sleazy it's not like erotic it's just kind of like and it's like very fixated on it's like message of like faux empowerment or like just like it's just sort of like a lazy it's lazy it's lazy it's lazily horny i need like more or less you got to choose one and i guess like i it makes sense because like you know he doesn't want to be offensive no, I think. But I wish he had. Guy. It'd be, it'd be I mean, more interesting. Who if he knows was, what's he's... on the R-rated version of this? Right, that's true. That's a good point. I, I just, I, I have to. I, I don't. I don't even know what it would be like. It's, it's just not an exploitation film. Even, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't well, have it. Ends it up it's, being. It's, it's like it's an enough. exploitation film where you don't even get the pleasure of the taboo. Yeah. Because 
it's just too t- it's just too PG thirteen. Yeah. Um. So it just ends up just being kind of just like flaccid. Yeah, that's a good word to describe. It's like I'm this looking movie. at a dick, but it's a flaccid. It's just dick. it's just kind of hanging out there. It's, it's not technically really technically sexual. But Techn- only in a technical. It's like yeah, like this the little schoolgirl outfit that she's wearing. Yeah. Technically, I guess. Yeah. But, but like, like uh, you don't. You don't, and, like, even, you don't even don't let us do see her anything. dance. They almost never say any words. They have very few lines. They, do they don't fights, ever dance. But they don't like they they kill things, but they don't. <laughs> They're just like shooting shit. And the words they do say are just like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very empowering. Um, until the end when they like have a voiceover say it. And the rest of the time, like people are just describing the video game that they have to do to them, yeah. or <laughs> telling them that they're gonna get sexually assaulted. That's it. That that's the that's the entire movie. Um, what's the moral? I mean, yeah, like I guess the moral. Oh well, we had this sort of theory where it's just like, there's this one point where Carla Gugino Gugino says, uh, like she's done the, does the dance, and Carla says like. Oh, like you danced sexy, but it like was whorish. Oh yeah, she's like, like oh the moaning and the grunting. Yeah, the moaning and the grunting, like have some more taste or whatever. So I think it's sort of like Zach's, sort of one of his thesis statements, which is just be like, you should objectify yourself, but only if it's for noble causes. And you like gotta be like a ninjas. tiny little bit classy about it. And you have to be like a little bit classy, like you know, don't don't show too much. Yeah, you, know? like, you got to be kind of coquettish. Yeah, you have to be innocent. You have to be coquettish, but also like yeah, you have to be able to gyrate do your thing up there yeah up on the stage it's it's very yeah it's half measures and i totally get that you know the the middle neither levels two and three of the dream whatever delusion they have they have no reason to have to justify themselves against real world logic yeah it's just convoluted the first level does but the story is so sparse that it's like there's nothing even to really criticize there other than like, wow, it's like was really weird that those guards only suddenly didn't want to do violence upon this girl. And yeah. Like, isn't it weird that this thing was a stand in for this thing, which was a stand in for this it's thing? Like, and it's like, that's it. It's like, uh, but I mean, what okay, is, that is, what's the was. meaning? Like, that doesn't like, have there's okay. no real significance there. Boo. 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 But, but at the same time, Zack Snyder, your movies are so fun to watch. I always have a good time. I do. We have a fun time, ironically, with his sincerity. He, uh, he's so sincere. I mean, he has uh, the Joker saying that he's going to give Batman a reach around yeah. in the end <laughs> sequence of Justice League. And then Batman the says, I'm going to fucking kill you, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe the studio won't let him be as R as he wants. I mean, I guess we could talk about Watchmen a little bit. Like, that's his R rated. And that's got a rape scene in it. And it has another rape scene in it. And... And 300's R-rated and has rape in it. Yeah. Uh, CGI blood. I mean, Dawn of the Dead actually does not have any sexual assault in it. It doesn't, but it is R-rated. It is R-rated. and Just it, for violence. It does violate, you know, a woman's body in other way with, spoiler alert, a zombie baby. So oh, he yeah, gets, that's he's, true. He's, he's, he didn't get weird with it There's anyway. also a 40-year-old German twink. In, in Army of the in Dead, Army of the Dead <laughs> who's now getting his own spinoff? It's or already maybe on already Netflix. Yeah, you know, he like spin-off. it was already cleared and like given to him before the movie even originally came out. I think he like directed it too. Yeah, he did. It's just like a hundred percent. Like, which who is makes this me guy? think like he he wanted to do this movie. He had been wanting to do it for a while and like got this and he was like, oh, by the way, oh like, Zach, uh, I, I, can I pitch this? And they're like, what is it? And he's like, it's a heist movie where I'm the heister and they're like oh yeah we'll tie it in we'll tie it people will watch that. that yeah sure whatever they'll eat the slop yeah <laughs> <don't give> <laughs> shit. yeah your fucking thing is bullshit your whole fucking thing is bullshit but i mean i yeah and as my zach snyder's movies i think are they're fun to watch with your friends um there's lots to to think about there's so much psychology they're fun to watch with your friends but like also only certain friends like i would be embarrassed oh yeah there's a lot of my friends that i like if i if i was like you should watch this movie with me like i would be laughing and then realize that they were not having a good and i'd be like this is humiliating well and and that's the thing we were we teased earlier where which is just like what were the actresses thinking because like they're not the target audience for this film this is like a film for like basement dwelling video game addicted nerds yeah, like completely what was it like at the screening for this movie where they're like yeah all the stunts we did like cool, cool. like they're hot girls they're not they're not into interested nerd in this shit. Stuff. they're like, not into like 
a giant metal samurais with with machine guns. Yeah, I can promise you none of the actresses involved in this movie thought that this movie was cool. And you know what? They're right. It's and not they're cool. Right. It's not cool. This is a movie for no pussy getting dweebs. I know. This this movie, this is what happens. This is what no pussy does to yeah, a motherfucker. This is what no pussy does to an MF. <laughs> Although I don't know if we've mentioned it yet. I, we, we do have a, th- a theory, and I think many people share it, that Zack Snyder is a bisexual man. Oh, yeah. He's a bisexual icon. He's far I'm, more concerned with the male form than female. I am just so interested. Like, I want to. I want to know. I want to know what's going on with him. I think that it's. We're I, saying that's cool, but I'm oh, just saying it's very it's, cool. It is. It, we were theorizing like this movie might have been a reaction to 300. Yeah, he's like, all right, he's, you know, because everyone was like, oh, it's so homo, so homoerotic, and he's like, yeah, well, motherfuckers, watch this. So I'll make a movie where I, where it's just about trying to, but he lampoon. Yeah, but he doesn't do as good enough job at that. No, like. He, 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 because and the way I, he shoots, maybe like fundamentally, yeah. Zach is like he's just trying to be like way more respectful of women. He's like, I'm yeah, just trying to disrespect kind of men. Yeah, he's like, I can disres- I can fucking object because he's way better at objectifying. He's way men. better at objectifying. Like, men. The way he shoots men in 300 is way more erotic than the way he shoots women in Sucker Punch. A hundred, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, which is a damn shame. I think that this actually means that Zack Snyder should have directed Fifty Shades of Grey. Because he would have understood how to objectify yeah, Jamie Dornan's yeah. Christian Grey to the extent that he deserved. You're right. So, oh yeah, and he's interested in like borderline sexual encounters. Oh, yeah. Why didn't he? I know he should have been. I mean, I I'd say like whoever out there in the studios is listening to this podcast. Hopefully, a lot of people who make decisions high up at studios. Um, Give Zack Snyder an opportunity to direct like a kind of a, not like a porno film, but well, like an erotic thriller. Yeah, we're we're always saying a lot, people are always saying the erotic thriller is dead. Get Zack Snyder to direct an erotic. He would be thriller. great. He would be so good at it. Yeah, that's that's the next big thing. Yeah, just like really let him off his leash. Let him off his leash, but don't let him do anime fights. Don't let him do anime. Yeah, just be like Zack. You're not allowed to do any of that nerd shit you like. Zach, we'll let you do whatever, except if it's nerd no shit. No video game nerd shit. No video game nerd shit. And Make us an erotic thriller. We want to see that if you movie can do will it. get a, a billion dollars. Yeah. He he would be so compelling in that format. I think he really would because, I mean, I don't know, but maybe he's too repressed to do it. Because maybe to like actively acknowledge. Yeah, like maybe maybe you know, let's play devil's advocate to this. That yeah. We, we just said that Zack Snyder would be. A good director of erotic thriller, but maybe he wouldn't, because he because he is very repressed. I think he. He's I think repressed he just needs to like, He just needs to repressed. get unleashed. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff there. But I don't know. Maybe like now that he's you know getting some good press, he'll feel you know emboldened. Oh, emboldened to, to try some shit. To try some. Well, shit. Well, actually, earlier we we're talking about uh, how you and and I also think that like the like the Annabelle movies, like that's all so shitty. But, yeah, just a sort of like schlocky. But there's something that can, good can come out of that because, um, you know, uh, James Wan, who like made, uh, you know, uh, really successful movies, and then was kind of like just like turned loose to make Malignant, which I don't know if you've seen that, but I like that's just like that's a director who's just like he's taken all the money. The studio's not trying to edit him, and he's just making something completely unhinged that is like fascinating and satisfying to watch because it's like you just you just went for it you just yeah. went for it it's great someone please do this for Zack Snyder yeah set him someone up again let him I also think that he's matured a lot since Sucker Punch I think yeah. that he could like I I wouldn't want to judge him by this film alone it is weird to say but I do think he is getting better I think that he's getting better <laughs> there's a lot of directors you can't say that about no but he's he's improving it's yeah. just like you just gotta like every give, movie he makes give is him better than the last it you know it's it's really true and God, yeah, I would put them on like almost a straight line. It, except for I guess people say Dawn of the Dead's good, but except yeah, except for like that's like the one outlier. You started though. really strong and then just sucked, and then just sucked, su- sucked suck, upwards, sucked, 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 or upper punch. Um, it fucking sucked. Uh, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely getting better, and I I'm looking forward to whatever's happening next. In fact, before we cap off, I just want to look up like what's what's on the horizon. What can we look forward to seeing in theaters? nothing because uh, it's february go see worst person in the world yeah go see drive my car is really really good uh we're gonna watch titan maybe pot it yeah we're excited about that for sure uh, and then we're gonna be doing a pandemic retrospective um where we give some awards to uh the movies that came out in the pandemic it's gonna be like our oscars yeah that will be really fun um, but not lame 
but not not lame like the Oscars. Cool, Oscars like like this pod is anti Oscars. This pod is anti Oscars. Um, I however I did think it was funny. I sent you that uh, that article where it's like the the Oscars like they added like a popular film category that like the Twitter users vote on. Yeah, and no one likes it. Like not even the people who vote on it. Nobody uh, likes excited. it. It's so stupid. Just like there's every year people cry. They're just like, they should nominate Spider-Man No Way Home. There needs to be like more people who have seen these movies. It's and, just like, uh, who cares? First of all, who, who cares? fucking cares? Second of all, I, you know, I'm just going to be, you know, a, a snooty, pretentious person. Like, if I have to care about awards, I'm not going to say that Spider-Man No Way Home deserves like major awards. It doesn't need awards. It's like the third highest grossing movie of it doesn't, all time. It doesn't Who gives need a shit awards. whether it has an Oscar. Yeah. That, oh my god. That's not going to change. That's not going to like change whether like Marvel decides to make another Spider-Man movie or yeah, not. Like, like that's there's no people need their taste validated so people, badly. They need. Oh uh, yeah. It's like come on, be your own person. You can like things that other people don't like. And like I'm not saying the Oscars are cool because they're not, but like. I don't know. At least they try to acknowledge serious movies. Somewhat, sure. Yeah. You know? I guess like, like, yeah, I mean, bars low, but yeah, they try to acknowledge serious movies. But Bong Joo-ho said it best when he said that the Oscars are a local festival. They're lo- like, it's, it's locals only. It's just yeah. American movies. And like American movies are really cool. Don't get me wrong, but like, a lot of other movies there's a lot of other uh, movies so it's not that cool it's not that cool. <laughs> like it's just like not that impressive so with all that said Zack Snyder could potentially in his lifetime get an Oscar I think that it is something sure it is achievable based cool. on the current climate of awards Oh, yeah, so you're saying if they add, like, a, a popular Oscar in... Oh, yeah. Zack Snyder could someday win it. I think that he could. I, th- I think he's got it in him. I think that if he gets weird enough, he, he he could do it. What's our... Just for fun, what's our prediction for Best Picture? I honestly just... I don't even know, like, what's nominated. That's, like, how little I've paid attention. Like, obviously okay, I, I know, but I don't remember. I don't Let me tell you. All right, I'm going to read them, and we'll oh, cool, take a I guess. this. Uh, movie pod Evangelion's okay. Oscar picks. Oscar picks. So uh, here's the the list of the nominees for Best Picture: uh-huh. Nightmare Alley. Okay. Don't look up. Okay. Dune. Okay. Drive my car. Belfast. Licorice Pizza. Power of the Dog. West Side Story. King Richard. Coda. That's so many fucking movies. It's so many. Uh, I'm gonna say Power of the Dog wins. I think Power of the Dog could win. I only because it, I, I feel like whatever wins Best Picture is the sweet spot usually between the movie the most people will have seen on the Academy because they don't watch all the things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I doubt most of the Academy will have watched Drive My Car by the time. Okay, they fair. I, I think know, I think that, that I think that Dune is a strong contender. I don't think so. Only because it's the first half. Okay, so it's gonna be like a Lord of the Rings situation. I mean, yeah, if it has any shot, it'll it, it has to be the second half. And unfortunately, I also think that Don't Look Up is a strong contender. Not because I think that it it's should. It's so divided, though. People people who don't like it don't like it. I mean, like Moonlight won, but everyone liked Moonlight. Mm. You didn't like Moonlight? No, I I had no problem with it, but I felt I felt like it was like kind of like a divisive film. Was it? Well, I mean, I guess what I'm thinking about, like, the really the people who watch the Oscars, it's like a lot of people in the middle of the country. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, I remember the year Parasite won. Everyone in L.A. was like, great. And everyone like, you talked to outside of L.A. was just like, why did that Korean this movie win? Oscars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I think Donald Trump was like, Parasite? Really? Parasite? Uh, Whoa. I mean, come on. I don't even know this movie. Um, so, so your vote is Power of the Dog. My vote's Power of the Dog, yeah. Okay. Because I, she's been around a long time yeah she's a woman what did what did what happened with vice when it, during oh, it's it's it year nominated. i didn't like vice i haven't liked an adam mckay movie in a long time i'm sorry to say i, I like him as a person but I guess. yeah i mean i mean we love succession and he is well, one he's of very the he's very guys. uh i guess he's very uh what do you call it lightly involved 
Like yeah. He directed the first And then he's like, he's like an, an exec producer yeah. or something, you know, something meaningless like that. Um, I, I'm going to vote for Don't Look Up. I mean, I don't, I think that that, I think it's a strong contender. Okay. Uh, should we just do the five main categories? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. it. All right, let me pull that up. It'll be a director. Thank you. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying. Let's, okay, let's so uh, actor in a leading role. Okay, so what's our nominees? Javier Bardem, Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington, Tragedy of Macbeth. Mm. I have only seen one of these movies. Yeah, but that doesn't matter for Oscar predictions. Okay. You can you can just... Because it's Oscar winners are vibes-based. I think that it could be Denzel Washington. I think it could be Denzel Washington or Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's, all right, that's my vote as well. Uh, now, Denzel has one already, so I'm putting my money on Cumberbatch. Okay. And also, I don't think pe- that many people saw like, the Macbeth. Because it's on mm-hmm. Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> so no one really saw it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did actors. Also, so act- sorry, but uh, I don't think it's a very good performance. I love Denzel. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. I do not think... Uh, any of the acting in that movie was particularly Shakespearean or uh, large enough to merit the text. So we could, it's a whole digression, but did not like tragedy. This has like been Dr. Movie's pretentious Shakespeare corner. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, actress in a leading role. Email us if you want me to explain more. Don't. Um, Jessica Chastain, Isa Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. I really want to see that. Me too. Nicole Kidman, being the Ricardos, uh, Kristen Stewart, Spencer. I think that Ooh. I think that she, I I watched that movie recently. I don't think it's very good. I think that she, I think she's a strong contender. God, I don't want it to turn into this me hating on various performances. But but you're, you're allowed. I really do not like Kristen Stewart as an actress. Yeah, I. Um. I'm trying to think of stuff that I have. Left I think her in. Olivia Coleman should win, honestly. She was great. But I think that Kristen Stewart is probably the strongest totally. case to win there. Yeah. Um, okay, so they love they love biopics for actress. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, they do. They really do. Uh, directing, Belfast, Kenneth Branagh, Drive My Car, Yusuke Hamaguchi, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. Uh, it'll be Jane Campion. You're saying def- you no 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 hesitation. No hesitation is Jane Campion. Okay, so right now you have Power of the Dog taking home three. Yeah, three I think big. It's, I think it's their year. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is interesting to hear. Okay, that was three. What are the what what, am, what else am I missing? Um, I did feature, actor, director. actress, director. Uh, I guess cinematography. Yeah, maybe. I guess I I care about cinematography. Yeah, I do too. As a as a as a, a study, uh, Dune, Nightmare uh, Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. I think, I really, I mean, I really like the Dune. Deacons do the Macbeth the which one? No, uh, uh, Bruno Del Bono. Okay, I did that. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dune, maybe. Honestly, maybe maybe Dune. Dune. I know that we don't care about awards, but but I want you to win something. We might cut this out. We might not. I don't know. That's just our Oscar prediction. Uh, we had to have like a separate episode for our Oscar predictions. Not no, just, not at all. Not, not at just all. tacked on to the end of. Maybe we can just publish it as its own thing. Well, here, no. I mean, what I want to, I, what needs to be understood here is that the Oscars are suck, but we still are enjoying predicting them. Oh That's yeah, all. no. It's um. I mean, you really like sports gambling. And this isn't that different. Right. Yeah. No, no. It's exactly it's exactly the same. Okay. Uh, well, this has been a really fun talk. We've t- covered a lot of subjects. Um, I guess what I'd like our listeners to come away with is, honestly, watch some Zack Snyder movies if you haven't, um, because it's really fun to feel so like weird. you know a director. Yeah. It's really fun to like go inside someone's mind. Yeah. You really feel like you're in, you're in his brain. Yeah. And you can't get that with all directors, but you can with Zack Snyder. You can. Yeah. For better or for worse. Better or for worse. I think that he has a real vision, a real viewpoint. Uh, and I'm glad that he, I'm glad that he's working, even though he's doing like, 
you know, superhero, whatever. Like, I'm glad to see him getting work. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still quite young. I think yeah. he'll make a bunch more schlocky films. Yeah, keep going, man. I'd much rather watch Zack Snyder than Michael Bay. But so. let's get him sleazier. Like yeah, get said. sleazier. Get sleazier with it. I completely support that. Yeah, get go back to like I think Watchmen, he has like a 10 Dawn of the Dead. Deal with not Netflix. Oh my god! Like, and he's like through two of them or oh. something. Like, I don't know. I should I should know that, but I think he has like a overall deal with Netflix. Wow. for like Five. Movies. All right, so we're gonna be seeing. So we're gonna be seeing more more Snyder Snyder uh, Netflix movies. Cool. Which doesn't make me hopeful that there's gonna be sleaze, but no, definitely not. Yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, this has been Movie Podcast Evangelion, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much. It ain't no big thing to wait for the bell to ring. <laughs> it ain't no big thing to Die.